Little Heroes Comics is a UK-based charity that creates and distributes comic-making kits to children through hospitals and healthcare organisations across the UK, keeping them far from boredom and closer to creativity. Head to littleheroescomics.co.uk to find out how to donate and to help at this incredible charity today. One of the ways you can help them out and get some amazing all-age comics at the same time is by heading over to fairsparkbooks.co.uk. Nothing is more exciting than creating stories for kids and Fairspark Books bring you a whole host of them in different and exciting formats that are all aimed at encouraging imagination. You can find such titles as How to Make Comics with Springworth, Gallant Namos, Snuffy and Zoe, Megatomic Battle Rabbit, Leaf and so much more. Fairspark Books are partnered with Little Heroes Comics so a portion of the profits go towards their goal each year. Go to fairsparkbooks.co.uk and littleheroescomics.co.uk today to find out more. Little Heroes Comics. Bring a huge smile to comics creativity today. Welcome to That Comic Smell Podcast. With your hosts, David Robertson, Fernando Pons, Giuseppe Labutino, Mike Sadaka, and Tom Stewart. There he is. Greetings. Greetings. Speaking of the devil and he shall arrive. <laughs> We're talking about a higher compliment than that. <laughs> Oof, what a light that. What a, a stack. Hey, hey, hey. Alright, you Tom. Alright. <laughs> How's it going? Alright. I'm fine, how are you? Alright. Have, have you tried them? No. New favourite crisps. Really? Fucking mega. But it's one of them things that's in Lidl that isn't a regular. Mm. It's just on the shelf for a few uh, okay. for a few weeks. Mm. But they do do other flavours and uh, I did look them up because I thought, what am I going to do when Lidl don't do them anymore? Oh, I've true. never seen them before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can buy boxes of them from directly from them, so I'll be alright. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> They do do other flavours. I think they'll probably have some. They'll probably have a. These days, everyone's got a vegan friendly version, aren't they? Uh, Yeah, light week. Not much to bring, is it? Because it's. Is it TV and film adaptations? Don't worry, you can uh, pick some of mine as well. Yeah, Mike brought a box. I've got a few here. I've got a few. (coughs) Alright. So, the comic book adaptations of adaptations. No, comic books, adaptations of TV shows or films. Ah, right, okay. I thought it was the other way around. Mm-hmm. TV and film adaptations of comics. Mm-hmm. How about a combination? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. It probably goes both ways. I just went one way. Yeah. I, I, just, like I just brought one way. I don't go both ways. I <laughs> no? just go one way. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, the wind blows, mate. Oh, 
I thought the might have been at work came to, to mind, but uh, going through records. Uh, oh, nice. I, I can drink it. <laughs> I can drink that stuff. <laughs> that I'll crush it. Yeah, I'll smash it, but then just. <laughs> no, that's for the tea. <laughs> yeah, that's for the tea. That's for the tea. <laughs> yeah. That's about the right size. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never realised how good that album <laughs> is, that business as usual. Do you know it? The one, the yellow one? I don't know the yellow one, no. It's got that number on it. Yeah. No, I never Fucking got the great album. The singer got a whiff of it there. Oh my god. Of Men at Work? Yeah. Oh, no idea. It's his name again. Yeah, he turns up on Colin TV Hay. shows and things, doesn't he? Colin Hay. That's it. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, he turns up in where, sorry? Mm. TV shows and. He was on Scrubs. Oh, Scrubs, he was on Scrubs, yeah. Yep. That's where I can He's an actor now then. No, he, he he plays his music in Scrubs. He does his ah, own solo right, stuff. Right, right, right. Oh, so he's a he's a solo. Yeah. What's yeah. his name? Colin Hay. Colin Hay. Oh, yeah. some of that shit was in the lot that I won. What was it? No, in the records. Mm. That's why it's come to the fore because I've been listening to stuff that mm. were in the thingy to see if they're all right before I sell them. Yeah. And. Uh, I recall no. Colin Hare, and I was like, oh, never heard of him. Singer from Men at Work? Because when he sings, there's other songs that he does that song where he, sa- he kind of sounds like he's got a South African mm. accent. Yeah. yeah. But they're he's... not South African, are they? They're, no. they're Australian, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I think Colin he's Scottish. Colin Hare is Scottish and... Oh, yeah. it's got his um, ascendancy and. But he's in the band. He lives in Australia. Yeah, yeah he lives in Australia. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think he's, he was. Yeah, I think yeah. it's actually. Ah, yeah. yeah. It's called, well, the band is Australian, like isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. his wee bit in Scrubs, he, when he says, "I've got," other, he says to him like, "I've got other songs," but right. the way he says it, it's there's like a twinge in his in his voice. You know, he's got a wee bit Australian, a wee bit kind of Scots in him. Ah, okay. Mm, I've got other songs. <laughs> so who's kicking now? Who's kicking it off? Oh, can I kick mine off? Because every time kick I... Kick it off! Yes, yeah. come on, on. Mike! Every oh, time that toss. big box of comments! Mike, 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 Mike! Nando's <laughs> usually gone by the time I get my... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> films and TV adaptations... Slash tie-ins. Slash tie-ins. Nice, goodie box. <laughs> Oh, you got your notebook ready? I do, but it's okay. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jot them down properly. Okay. So that's Wolf, Wolf's, Wolf's Rain. Rain. It's a brilliant series. That's the manga adaptation of the TV series. Yeah, and it acknowledges that this uh, is different from the series. Oh. Mm. It's, it's a, it's a sad series, but um, it's got its, uh, got its moments. Wolf's Rain. Mm-hmm. It's a modern take on werewolves. So on the cartoon, you see them like leaping up buildings and all, and doing like superhuman or super wolf uh, uh, powers. But it's really they're supposed to be werewolves. Mm. Story by Bones. Mm. And you never see them transform. You either see them as their human selves or as their wolf selves. Right. So you never see them transform. Mm. How does it tell you that they have transformed? Oh. You see them at different points because they uh-huh. recognise each other, right. and they'll have wee little clues like one of them will have a collar, right. another one will have a scar. Uh, you you recognise who the wolves are in the in the cartoon because you're sort of introduced to them. Okay. I'm sure it was. I'm, I'm more than positive. It was a game on a fighting game on the PlayStation, 
Um, Fighting game. Yeah, because I remember the I remember the transformations. They did the transformations in the game, so you were fighting as a normal person. Then when you mm. wanted to take them down, you had to build up a bar, and then you would change into a wolf or a <laughs> or whatever. Well, this next lot are Han and Barbera adaptations. Right from classic cartoon series, but they've been modernised. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy here, Wacky Raceland, is that meant to be? That's Dick Dastardly. That's Penelope Pitstop. Mutley looks like a cyborg. Uh, oh it's done like for for like teenagers and young. Ben Elton says young adults. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> wants is, uh, to is there any Dick Dick Dastardly? That's <laughs> Well, for possible. young adults. Possible. Possible. I'm wondering. There was one, in one of the comics, <laughs> some of the characters were skimpily dressed. Uh, on a DC comics? Come on. No? We that's, saw the dastardly of Bruce Wayne's Just a Shadow on it, and they got... We can't show these, they're not comics, but even if it's for adults. Bruce Wayne's Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne's <laughs> dastardly. Um, here's the other one, uh, Scooby-Doo. And uh, Where apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> so what's that like as a read? Um, the thing is, you're always thinking of them as uh, the, ca- the characters from the TV series. Yeah, and it's mystery like, game. Hard to. Yeah, it would be easier if they were completely new characters. But I think yeah. part of the gimmick is the fact that it is Scooby and the gang. Space Ghost. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. Space um, Ghost. That was something I was going to be bringing along tonight, but I couldn't find it. Ah, I've, well, I've got it. Some that one. No, not that. Just Space Ghost. But oh, well, I was yeah. going to say David's been left with uh, Suicide Squad and the Banana Splits. Nice. Oh come on, that's but, great. Uh, <laughs> banana Splits. Was that banana that? Them overgrown. Uh, really? Yeah, but they've been adultified. Look, uh, there's the elephant. There's, there's that. Oh, it reminds me of summer the, times. <laughs> Uh, but and when always you, the same when you flick, episodes. When you flick always, through it, you'll it see them like as the you've never seen three. them before. Here we go, there's a there's a head being lopped off. Yeah, this is Giffen and Dematerius. Is that Howard Porter as well? Is there any fucking need for it? Um, do they have to do that to the banana splits? I mean, come on. Not sure, but, it, but these days they're... Willing to try almost anything. Well, it's that's why that shit's tanking. <laughs> it's because it's shit. Well, they, they, that's actually been some of DC's more successful Giuseppe, comics. Just, this one's just my say what you think. Out of this one. Back. Just that's, that's actually been some of DC's more successful comics. They I'm got sorry the if Hanna your kids Barbera. listen to it. Do you get your kids? <laughs> no. <to listen>? <laughs> <laughs> they got the Hanna Barbera <laughs> license and right. just did odd things where they'd either put them with the other superheroes or they would do. Offshoots, and believe it or not, they've been some of their more better. Yeah, yeah some I of mean, that's saying somewhat, though, isn't it? Some of their better written stuff as well. Yeah, and drawn. These ones, the Flintstone ones, I think are brilliant. Oh, hilarious. Yabba dabba That was a that was a demand to like the Flintstones. The uh, Flintstone ones are brilliant. Except you see Fred, instead of like a tubby-bellied Fred, he's built like uh, what you'd expect a Neanderthal like or a Cro-Magnon man to be like, quite extremely funny. muscular. Do you remember Banana Slits? They're quite uh, funny. Yeah, they used to do the band, <laughs> Yeah, wasn't it a programme though? Yeah. And they used to have... Um, Blocks and suits. <clears throat> I brought a couple of these in. One of them's in black and white and one of them's in colour. Um... I'm assuming, I'm assuming you've all seen some episodes of the tech. 
Yeah, I've seen some. It was a cartoon that kind of based itself on comic characters. Right. And uh, this is the comic inspired by the series, and then it later became a live action thing. But I always, I always liked the cartoon. Took the piss out of certain things, the elements in comics, like the one, the one that uh, was it, the Mighty Bulb, who was a villain based around light bulbs, and you kept on hearing hearing an oinking noise when. Uh, when he was uh, trying to explain his super villainous scheme, and then it turned out later that his uh, his right foot was a pig. Okay. <laughs> so then he cha- after uh, yeah, after being reborn, he became the evil pig leg. There was a, a villain called Chairface Chippendale, who was a villain body of a villain, the face of a, a chair, <laughs> and he had no problem in talking. Okay. I always assumed it was a comic first, and then I did the cartoon of it. I've got the complete run of the British Jurassic Park comics. Nice. They released this back in 1993 with the snazzy advert at the back showing you all the toys you could get, and I did purchase many of them. I persuaded my parents. It fucking worked, then, didn't it? It fucking worked. But it's only only get that comic in their hand, (laughs) then you can see the back page. This is kind of like typical of uh, a lot of comics <coughs> that do adaptations of films with uh, like amazing special effects and that they spend most of the time focusing on the human character so as long as you can draw the human side you're fine but when they get over to the dinosaurs uh, they do look a little bit outdated but other than that it's, uh, it's, not, it's not too bad but this is a notorious one where at the very start of the, uh, of the comic they make the horrendous mistake because uh, the the comic artist kind of got modelled up as to who who Robert Muldoon looked like, so he based him on uh, Ian Malcolm, who was played by Jeff Goldblum, uh-huh. who was not in that scene. Um, wow, cool, Keen. Still a cool picture, but uh, it's get, a nice, uh, it's a nice comic. It's nice and big. It looks bit, uh, nice. I've never seen a bit that. Iffy. It's been released nice as a as a full. Uh, Tops uh, UK for a while. They had a UK oh, Tops comics. Oh, right. I don't think you even get Tops comics now, do you? Nah, this one, this one was uh, Dark Horse UK. Oh, right. Dark Horse International. Oh, well, my mistake. I was thinking <coughs> that the Dracula one. So how much would this have been back in the day? 90, 95 uh, pence. Volume yeah. one, number one. I've got the American version of that. Mm. Uh, so it's smaller. I'm wondering if that was tops, and that's what's through me now. Nice. Why did they make bigger formats for England? Do you think it was a copyright thing, or do you think it was eyesight? It's the magazine format here in the Mm. UK was larger. Different printers, different setup, maybe. Yeah. So Mm. the all the American ones that had the tendency to make magazines slightly bigger. Mm. Um, And then, for example, Marvel, you see, they just sold the same size, but. If you if you wanted a British magazine, you buy a, a British magazine. The number is slightly bigger. Right. It happened in Spain as well. Some of them. Tops comics. Tops comics. Hmm. Hey hey hey! The Simpsons. <laughs> Couple of Simpsons comics. <laughs> yes. What somebody does. Is that French meant, dude and is that meant to be something to do with the Fantastic Four? Yeah. Right. Well, it's a sort of comic themed one. Was this completely different material to the TV episode? Yeah, 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 yeah totally. It was really good as well because um, 
they could do extra like Treehouse of Horror episodes and stuff like that within the comics. So I was saving that for the the horror night. Yeah, I've yeah, got yeah, one yeah. of the Halloween uh, issues, which is a bumper one. I think I've brought that before. As I well. think I'd have probably liked this. They're great. They're really good, and they're was, able to do more I things like, with yeah. them. So yeah, you're able the to art's get, nice. You're able to get loads of stuff that don't matter to the TV series at all. You know, you're able to do like totally total fantasy ones of them going to off-world lands and stuff like that, but just the characters, and you get your usual just maybe just an unused Simpsons script that then gets turned into a comic or whatever right. as well. It's really good. Mm. I'll pass this around. It's a, a Star Wars free view or preview. You I don't know, know if it's free, but not, no. No. Because I've noticed some of you have brought Star Wars stuff, so uh, oh, I'll just let you, I'll let you have a quick wee flip here. Star Wars. No? Not me. Oh, but. Uh, so that's number six. That's the new series. That's the Jason Aaron and Castle. When Marvel started to do Star Wars again. I brought. Is it? I brought. Um, that one, yeah. Oh, who I'm wearing. Um, Wolverine, this is like a, a prequel to the second film, oh but God, sequel yeah. to the first film, and the one thing I like about it is that he meets Sabretooth in it, and the two of them, after fighting, end up going to the pub having a drink of beer. And they end up in bed? No, they end up getting interrupted by uh, people who are for Weapon X. So, so that's a um, comic book tie-in adaptation yeah. so, of a Film oh, I had that. Based mm. on a comic book. Yeah. <laughs> I think I had that as well. Vaughn. Yeah, oh, so Vaughn. Really? He did a few things, bits and bobs. I knew he did other stuff. I didn't think he would do. Yeah, he also did the Ultimate X Men. I know that. He did yeah, the yeah. Ultimate yeah. X Men for a while. I just didn't think he would do the. Uh, the tie-in to the, <laughs> to the film. So that's the tie-in comic book adaptation based on the film based on the comic book, X-Men. <laughs> you know, it's just going to say X-Men 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's so complicated. By school, I like those kind of things. Yeah. Looney Tunes yeah. and Maniacs. So I, oh. I read these years ago, so I can't remember what the story was in these. But they were based on cartoons... But a lot of these cartoons were themselves based on comics, so I'm not entirely sure which one's which. I think the Animaniacs, they were originally uh, Steven Spielberg's project yeah, for yeah. animation. Yeah, they were. So the comics followed. This is one of the few Star oh, Trek oh, things I've got. When I went away to uh, Florida years I ago, I went on a comic book frenzy, so I was buying lots of comics. And I was like getting samples you're not, of each You're one. not still in a comic book frenzy. <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> mind, mind what I was saying about the Jurassic Park one where they put a lot of detail into the humans. It's like this. This, I think, they uh, they really went pretty high edge on the human side. Not so much in any of the sci-fi that's uh, that's on. I was always impressed when someone was able to, to fucking draw a face of a character on TV. And, and you can recognise it. You can recognise it. I'm like, fuck, that's good. That's Any Ren and Stimpy that. fans? Yeah, this, is this is the British one. Back in the day. Yeah. By the British adaptation. Alright. There you go. Yeah. I've really heard of them. I've heard of them, but I don't know what to do. Dan Slot. For Ren and Simpy. He wrote one of those Warner Brothers things as well. Did he? Yeah. I'm just going to pull out all the Batman stuff now. Yeah. Pull it out. So I've got the first Batman film with Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton. Then Batman Returns. 
Then the Batman animated adventures, but these are original stories based on the animated characters. And Batman 66, mm. where we have Adam West, among others. That was a good one. Mm. Everywhere. Everywhere. I've read some of it. I like the. I like some of the some of the bits because it takes the a Mickey out of um, the original amazing. series. Is that the one that opens with the was it the Riddler coming in on a, a mm. fate or something? I didn't read that one. I, I'd yeah. jump over to the other characters. Correct. Uh, Penguin teams up with Mr. Freeze. Yep. And he's got a very, um, very funny group of minions with Certainly him. Certainly, the beginning is very psycho, very colour. Yeah. Sure. Very right. He's got Harley Straight. Quinn in there as well. The 1960s version of Harley Quinn. That looks cool. That looks really cool. Batman 66. Here we go. Oh. One of my favourite sitcoms, Red Dwarf. Nice. And I've got, I've got every, every single <laughs> issue. I've got every single Haven't issue except for the very first one. And one of my mates has got the very first one, but he's not got the third one. Does he go like that to you? Ah, yeah. No, I've got this. <laughs> How many did they do? Uh, oh, it was about 20. Right. It was quite a number, but then they stopped it. And the excuse at the time was that Fleetway were wanting to focus on 2000 AD, Judge Dredd. Um, for a while they had a, a small amount of um, fan-made magazines, but it wasn't the same because um, this one actually has comic stories. Some of them are spin-offs, uh, original stories, and other ones, like the two of them in there, are actually from the, the series. But the fans said... They didn't want to read stuff they'd already known about, so they only made two episodes worth of graphic novel story. Wow. The rest were all uh, original. Look at that, right into it, eh? You <laughs> open it up and it's right into the comic. Yeah. No oh, no, nice. Oh, lovely. That's unusual. Uh, Dark Horse Comics. Oh. The Alien and Predator series, so I brought a couple of these issues. This was the first one I got. It's like... Uh, it was full of gore and violence, so uh, as a school kid, I was yes. really uh, looking forward to looking at all this. <laughs> nice. And it was uh, it was like different stories from the graphic novels all oh, mixed the art, in. The artworks did not. It, was it the same art throughout? Really? Yeah, it was like 2000 AD artists. Nice. God, this is a hefty mag, isn't it? I bet you oh, enjoyed yeah. this, didn't you? I did. Look forward to coming back from, uh, from school whenever, hefty, uh, yeah. whenever I asked my mum to get me that. You see this side, this yeah, this was always out of my red, off my radar. This kind of stuff. This was a time nice. when the, all these kind of things were in supermarkets, mm. right? Asda and all that. Yeah, early nineties. John Menzies comics and corner shops. shops. And the adverts tell you all about the other stuff. See on the back of that, you've got Martial Law. Yeah, Martial Law. Get the likeness, clearly. Adventure time. Adventure time. Oh, for, you're taking all mine. Ah, well, this is <laughs> this is uh, volume one, yeah, or number a, one, so maybe you do have... I'm not joking. I've seen... What a bastard. I've seen <laughs> that thing somewhere. Uh, oh, maybe it reminds on, uh, me... Oh, no, it reminds me of the rat in Dilbert or the dog plus, in Dilbert. Plus, you've got it here on this mug. He's a character, but I don't think he's in this one. Oh, he's oh there he is. There. See, there he is. Oh, the there's Adventure Time stuff. When we had our flat... Reminds me of the, the Dilbert. Yeah, we bet, yeah. yeah. When we had our flat, there was, uh, they, were, uh, they were everywhere. They're on the fridge. Yeah. Oh, right. They're everywhere. Ah. Maybe that's... Yeah, it's just subconsciously. 
<laughs> we're, uh, we're, we're big adventure time folk. So that was a cartoon, was it? Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah, it only finished recently, very recently. I think end of last year. Is it a Seth cartoon? Is it kind of okay, or is it a bit? How is it? There's no swearing. Right. That's good. Adventure my son, time. My son loves it. Adventure time for kids is great because they won't understand the underlying, uh, <laughs> the underlying uh, existential <coughs> themes that are going on with it. But if you're an adult watching it, much like my mum used to do with a lot of stuff that I used to watch, she'd be like. The fuck, but I wouldn't get it. I'd just see the colours and the characters and think it was great. Right. But there is a, a, a deep-seated existential thing going on within it, within the world and the characters and everything. There's so much more themes and everything right. going on that adults will latch onto. So it was very much aimed very well at different uh, different age groups and right. different demographics. Is the violence in it? Yeah, yeah but it's all cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. it's, there's no blood or anything. It's all slime and right. stuff like that, you know. There is there is violence because they all they all go on massive adventures and come across <laughs> monsters and stuff. Like oh, that. Right, it is right. very kid centric. Cool. But a pal of mine did say he stopped showing it to his daughter because he walked in one day and was like, "What the fuck?" And it was just because he understood what was going on. <laughs> and what was it? It was just it was just like one of the characters was having a, a crisis of. Um, themselves like philosophical. yeah very philosophical right, yeah. they didn't understand what was going on within themselves and okay. the emotions that were going through all she picked up from it was oh he's sad that was it I think it's good for kids yeah right. it is because it's subconsciously giving them mm. extra sort of education on life and everything but it's good yeah. it's really good I'll have to look it up adventure time yeah, yeah. My, son, my son has Quite a lot of those graphic novels, and he watched the program yeah. when it was on TV. They're so great, like all that a lot. They they don't stick to one Especially artist if I can either. Find the dubbed version. They don't <laughs> stick. <laughs> they don't stick to one artist either. So what's the last one? You get loads oh, of different I'm styles, it. right? It's really nice. It doesn't stick to the house style sort of thing. Right. Really good. I I got this recently. Um, I know some of you are big on your eighties cartoons. Yes. Transformers versus Visionaries. Remember the visionaries? No. They were knights, spectral knights and darkling lords. They could (coughs) use magic to transform into animals. And it was a classic uh, 80s series. It was done by the same people who commissioned Transformers and G.I. Joe. So it was for for selling uh, toys, basically. Mm -hmm. And this was a knights in armour sort of version. And it was very popular here after the cartoons were shown. Before that, the toys were still on (coughs) all the shelves and... uh, me. Like Transformers, and, does. yeah, but not when the cartoon was released. But here for the comics, they've completely reinvented the characters, so they changed them around. Here's uh, there's a couple of the main characters. This lassie here is called Verolina. She's uh, one of the villains. There's what she looked like in the original series. Completely different. So there's that's uh, the hero Leoric who looks a bit like Tom Selleck or uh, or Burt Reynolds, <laughs> and uh, the best character of the whole lot is actually absent from this. Uh, Darkstorm, he was the main villain, and they commissioned thirteen episodes in the eighties. A lot of the time, the the story focused on the villains, and Darkstorm was voiced by uh, Chris Latta, who did um, Starscream in uh, the Transformers, the English version. And he'd put on an English accent, which was pretty good and funny. He was like Skeletor, full of sarcasm. And there's an episode where he basically gets what he wants. He wins. 
and that's a philosophical one whether it's what he wants in the end or so um, and he realises he's not always, he's not really the one who's pulling the strings even when he succeeds they they were going to do another series but unfortunately they never got round to it because because um, uh, of the, the, the well, toy crisis of um, the, the company what they were having they had to pull back on series of Transformers and G.I. Joe and so on and Visionaries only got one series and the animation was brilliant but this is like complete makeover. I mean, it's different. I like it, but if you're looking for it for nostalgic reasons, then uh, it's maybe not the case. They they took a handful of Transformers in there, and Transformers have got loads of comic adaptations yeah. from the series and the films. Ficolosioch, Magdalene Visaggio. But uh, Ironhide is probably the most famous Transformer who's in that. In that. Ironhide. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a real name, Ironhide. Yeah. Yep. Just mess with think of Rawhide. What did he yeah. turn into? A uh, van or truck. Somebody was an ambulance. Yeah. Uh, I think he might be in there as well. Ratchet. A no holds barred explosion oh, of action oh, and character. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Would you agree with that, Mike? No yeah. holds barred. No holds barred. It couldn't have went any further. Well, as an explosion. I think Exploded it went right in your face. Bring back Darkstorm and it would have went further. Right, so it could have been. So, there's some holds on it. So mm-hmm. they're lying. They're holding. Straight away. Yeah, they're holding back. They're holding back. Yeah. They then let go. The most interesting character was absent. Right, okay. Yeah, why it's blown. But still, you did enjoy it. Yeah. I would, I would read another one. Okay. If they made, if they re-released it, the new Visionaries, I would look at it. And this time but again, it's like... Uh, I'd rather they invented new characters rather than redesigning old ones. But then, would it be the visionaries? Hmm. Uh, that's the question. Eh? The next generation. I'm familiar with it. They must have had adverts for it in the. Co- Thanks. Oh, look at that. Infinite piss. <laughs> There's other ones if anybody fancies this. Thanks, like man. Years. No, it's off okay, thanks. I think it's really good. I didn't expect it to be. That's fucking neat. Lovely. Jabbly fucking jabbly. The other thing I could have done was bring in copies of Lucan and Fast Forward because they had segments of programmed comics. Did you get those compilations? Lucan, right. There was a a Lucan 80s and 70s books. No, I didn't get the compilations. I had the actual comics. Oh, sweet. You brought them in before, didn't you? Did you keep them all in big folders? I did in a bind, yeah. There we go. Fucking hell, you, I, you, you must have a lot of uh, space needed for shit, for storage. You're right. Yeah. That's why half of it's still in my parents' house. But I, I, I tidied up some of my comics uh, in my own house in my Skylayer, mm. name of the attic. But I've still, I've got a big, big box. Oh, yes! Whoa! What dun, a kick dun, dun, Look at that! Dun, dun, One of our favourite topics. Yes. Say, David, who's that on the cover? In a dead pool. Oh God! The one, the one who's <laughs> crouched oh, behind no. Mr. T and in front of Howling Mad Murdoch. This oh, one here. Yeah. No. Did you, did you actually see him? Looks like Columbo. <laughs> oh no! Come on, man. The A team, Marvel <laughs> Comics, <laughs> comic adaptation. Number one. Love it. Marie, Marie Severin. Oh, Roger. Do this. Oh, it's got good ads on it. 
Mm. This was, I, I got this on holiday, much like some of the ones you said, Mike, mm-hmm. in Canada in the mid 80s. You oh, know, you, you got like, yeah, you, you, you were there in the mid 80s. <laughs> yeah, you were yeah, going, you were going I to got like an Alf the comic in the mid 80s from Canada. Oh, yeah, that would have been like. Then it'd be like to get American comics from oh, close yeah. to America. Yeah. It'd be like yeah. fucking hell, this is the shit. Yeah, I got, how many yeah. more can I get in that suitcase? Yeah. You went to a comic shop in America when it was just comics. It's like, how much? <laughs> they had like little stalls, and uh, you see the comics all outside. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah like what we oh, have newspapers. Yeah. Sorry. Hey! So this was in a bag with issue one and two in it, and uh, not like we would get like pun shops and all that. And, uh, those kind of stores. Mum and pop stores. Oh. No, it was more like a chain for like right. selling off stuff cheap. Ah, so okay. you'd, you'd go in and, it, and there was these baskets full of like two two comics in a bag for a dollar or something. Right. And you could just go through and, and I thought, oh, I love this. It's 18, one and two. Uh, it's, it's, oh man, it's total nonsense, but it's good. Let's build a, a cabbage slinging cannon <laughs> from <laughs> nothing and defeat the baddies. Marie Severin. Face? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, they only ever made <laughs> three of them, and the third one is so rare that, I mean, you can buy yeah, it, but it's at least like 20 quid. Oh, right. Why yeah. is that? Rarer than the first two. Who knows? You find that about a lot of things that were bagged. Because the Black Hole comic, which I brought in last time, you, you, apparently you could get one, two, and three in a bag and buy them back in the day. Now four is rare as hell. Yeah. Ah, because it was never... I guess a lot of people got it in the bag with the three. Part of the this thing. one had one and two. And the three's hard to come by. <laughs> this one, you guys know Jim Woodring? Yes. Did Frank and Jim. And, and I got this in a bargain bin. Freaks. Has anybody seen Freaks? No. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, the black and white film. Black and white film, yeah. Oh, the film from the... 40s, yeah, it's tw- oh. way back, isn't it? 20s, right. isn't it? Is it 20s? I was thinking 20s, but yeah, I should I have thought, checked that. I thought it was 20s. So this is this is from the 90s, Jim Woodring writing it. Freaks, the official adaptation of the Just Todd Browning film. So because it was Jim Woodring, really, I thought, oh, I'll have to check this out. And the art is nice as well. And it's just it's a really so unique thing. Yeah, you know that art. Francisco Solano Lopez, yeah. Nice, eh? He'd actually quite a lot of work. Monster um, Comics. That was fantastic. Outside Spain. Ah. So this is that was a nice little one I picked up yeah. there. Francisco Solano, lovely, yeah. I never. I'm always on the lookout for picking up number two. It's some of it really sticks. Oh, with I might have just suddenly got a block nose for that. But but it, the A team. Still get five or four, whatever it was. Oh, look at that. So In Spain, they never published. There's a comic, but they published. Like, um, there was a, f- a magazine, kind of like TV Times, yeah, yeah where you yeah. have your TV programs, yeah, and in- inside they had an insert of with those comics. Oh, oh uh, really? That's nice. Full, full, mm, you've got uh, that? Probably half, only maybe eight pages, maybe like eight or twelve pages at a time. Mm. Um, nice. I didn't, I didn't use, no, I, I didn't use to get that magazine, but one of my friends from school, he used to get it. Ah. Uh. Mm. So you saw that comic, the A-Team comic, yeah. and he, he wouldn't give it to you? The no, but what, we, we just do exchange, so oh, okay. read and return, you know, kind oh, of thing. Okay. The whole thing isn't in here, is it? The no, whole film? No, no. That's just a, I think it's a two-issue yep. series. 
But I've only got oh, the first read one. Mm. Mm. Well, I would happily read it again. Okay, next up. Next one. Star Trek. <laughs> the Enterprise, Enterprise logs. logs. Oh my god. This is the gold key oh, comics. Is that the gold key comics? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> this is. Uh, is that from the 60s? This. this is. Yeah, this is from when this, wow. this show was out. Look at the price. $1.95. This The comics in this are great. And the likenesses come and go. You know, it's obvious they're just <laughs> guessing at what they're doing. <laughs> hmm? Is that the one where they end up playing football at one point? No, no. no. That was the British ones later Oh, on. okay. But these are just terrific. I love these. I've got four volumes of this wow. from this series. Wow. <clears throat> I was l- lucky with these. They, they brought them out. Was it Golden? Somebody reprinted them. No, che- Checker. Was it Checker? Somebody about maybe 15 years ago reprinted all these in right. one of these 40 pound books, you know. And I was thinking, oh, I really want that, but that's so expensive. And I went to a con and somebody was selling all four of them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's them. He's so much tenor for the. F-. I thought, that'll do. For all four? I got all four of them for a tenor. That's the bargain of uh, the century. I was delighted. I was for gold key. Out like, yeah. Difference. They are difficult to get. I know. I thing. just love the look of them. They're just beautiful. I'm assuming you didn't point out Tom. Well, he knew what they were. All oh, right. He was just like, there you go. Nobody wants this. <laughs> Probably he was thinking, you know, that the new ones are out. People want that. You know how things go. Yeah, it's like true. the Charlie's War. You know, I got them cheap because yeah. they repackaged it. Yeah. But then that's a great collection. That's fantastic, that, isn't it? Well, people want the new uh, fancy one, don't they? I mean, that's like an old... And it has nice smell as well. Oh, yeah, comic smell. That's lovely. I like the paper, I like that, yeah. Mm. The art is kind of up and down. Yeah. Like goes here and there, but... Yeah. It's authentic. Authentic, proper stuff. <laughs> proper. I mentioned American Splendor last time. Yeah, and I brought this one because this is the one when they made the movie of it, mm. and then of course he wrote about the movie being out in the comics. That's so amazing. this one is American Splendor, our movie year, and it's all about the film coming out and how the effect it's having on his life. And, and it's a, a this was I mean this was yeah Titan Books. This I didn't have to go really searching for this. This was in regular shops. Have you have you read any American Splendor? Yes, not much. Yeah. I read some. It's a nice, nice collection. There you go. That that was on sale in TV. Ah, yeah, there you go. In the film, I'm yeah. sure I was. Yeah. Right, I'm going to nip to my, my next one, which is of interest to me. Metropolis. You seen Metrop? Remember Metropolis? Yeah. Fox Lang. Oh, that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. So I was in France about five years ago, and I was looking through their comics. And, it's, and I just mm. I, bought, oh, nice. I know nothing about this except it's uh, Christophe Gerard, Gerard Metropolis I mean I can't read a word of this but I just love the film and I loved the look of this it was just great oh. you remember certain scenes from the movie and I thought what a great book to get I'm getting this Whoa! Ooh. That's it. That's, that's a nice that's fucking it. comic, isn't that's it? Look at that. Girl. 2001 <laughs> Treasury Edition. Jack Kirby. Right. Where did you get that? Fucked up. Let's go home <laughs> now. There's Look no need to do anything boy. else. That is a nice fucking comic. That, that is it. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it was for the glory of Jack Kirby. Where did you get that? When? Where? Where? Uh, it was eBay. Oh, right, as well. Yeah, it was one of those things when they invented eBay. I was like, oh, the sell things are like, wait a minute. And I was like, tick, 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 tick. Oh, shit. Before, when people, <laughs> before people, real life people could make a lot of money I'm on that stuff. I'm going to spin some more. Did you get in there early, you mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's not just for Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. I'm going to say, fun. Cut the size of it as well. It's quite beat up. Look, you can see it's quite, you know, tight. But it's it's sad. Yeah, it's sad to get one of those nowadays. Yeah. In a good condition. But, you know. Is that British or American? This is American. This is the American. Oh, and they made it that size. Yes, that's nice. the. Yeah, you used to get a lot of these big. Tertiary edition. Tertiary edition, yeah. Lovely. That is just amazing. Did they call it a treasury edition because you need like no, a no, budget to buy it? it? Just because oh. of the size of it. Oh, it does a look treasure like chest. That is lovely. Got the montage and everything. Two thousand and one. Space Odyssey movie adaptation. Yeah, I love this. Treasury edition. Jack Kirby. That's I was it. glad the day that I got this. Well, do you know before that it was like one of those fabled things you'd heard about? Yeah. The 2001 Treasury Edition by Jack Kirby. You never really. Before the internet shop and that, you th- never thought it was quite likely uh, you were never going to see it. Ever. You're never going to you get know? one or, or be able to see or even have in your hands. Yeah, you'd maybe go into a shop somewhere that would be up on the wall, you know, 80 quid or something. And you'd this, go, oh, I'd love to have that. But. This is so hard. I mean, this are getting harder and harder. Look at that. I mean, come on. Oh, just. <laughs> that is just. Oh, yeah. The business, the cat's pajamas, and the dogs, bollocks. It's just well suited. (laughs) That's it. Kirby doing 2001. That's pretty good. It's just amazing to to understate it. I'll pass it around now. Once I start looking through this, I can never. Thank you so much, Dave. You should have bought me that. Thank you. That is amazing. (laughs) I know. There there will be a day. That's what I always wanted. (laughs) My God. There will be a day. Friendship only goes so far. Okay. And when you have 2001. I love the colours on the back. That's Mary Seven again. See, colour back. Metropolis. That's a nice one, that. What? I thought it was in French. Oh, it doesn't matter that it's in French, does it? Because there isn't a lot of that. me in a theatrical performance. Yeah. I didn't know where the theatre. Yeah. That was in the. Remember they had a bit in the film where he went to the theatre to watch the theatre. Fucking hell, it's been it's been too long then. If yeah. I can't remember that, then it's, it's been quite, too long. It's quite old that film. Though. And you watch it. I've got it on DVD. Yeah. Because it was amazing. There's a bit in it where the yeah the, there's a play of it he goes to see. So he's sitting there. It's Paul Giamatti watching somebody else being Harvey Pekin on the stage. I can't remember that. I, I need to watch that again. I remember. I remember all the good bits. I remember all the crumb bits. I remember all the wrap-up bits with the cake and everything at the end. I remember all the... (laughs) Man, you can't really put it into words, that. 2001. That is just amazing. This is great. Yeah, that's a great collection. It's really good. I take half an hour trying to observe the cover. Yes, sir. Thank you. Oh, that was it. Yeah, that's... I'm going to assume... That was the shooting the bolt stage. That's that's the end of your your lot. That's it. Yeah, yeah I thought as that's much. the money shot. I thought you would save the save the best till last. Yeah, I bet Kirby had a lot of fun doing this. Yeah. Wow. 
Nice. It's it's one that you kind of have to get a hold of as well because they're ah. not going to reprint it. Yeah, Some scenes that weren't in the like film. There was a couple that were shared with us. Did you see them? A couple that were shared. A couple of what? I saw, like a, I saw Rebecca mention that and then I yeah. said yeah that's, Rebecca that's mentioned mean? that yeah, yeah yeah I just said people just say what some of their favourites were oh, yeah. film TV tie-ins mm-hmm. adaptions I think <coughs> Prof, Prof Tony Prof Tony I think yeah. he, he did it the other way around he said Swamp Thing too ah so I'm assuming right. he did it like a yes. tie-in of a, you could a read comic. it either way couldn't you yeah you could yeah, Cause cause made I, the film from the 80s yeah because I just said never seen it uh, yeah because I was going to mention that that I saw that and just to see it and yeah it's fucking bad yeah <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's one of them it's so bad it's good kind of thing yeah but, but yeah. not even that like you can't get over how shit the yeah. suit looks yeah yeah yeah, yeah Rebecca said Rebecca said 2001 yeah but she also said Nori loves James Stokoe's Aliens Dead Orbit oh yeah yeah well I don't know that one but I don't Aliens. know that one either the, the alien ad- adaptation by Walt Simonson. That's beautiful, that. Yeah. Heavy Metal. Published that. You got that? It one? is beautiful. They reissued it about, I don't know, 10 years ago. It was dead hard to get for decades. And then they reissued yeah. it and I went, oh, I'm having that. There's sweet. There's big Dark Horse collections you can get there. Mm. Like big, thick, massive things. Right. Apparently, they look nice anyway. Yeah. I'm just never. The Aliens is the series. With the aliens, uh, the, the tie-ins and everything, the, Fuck the quality all, varies. Yeah, they're all go, over the place as You well. go, even some stuff done by Mike Mignola, yeah. you go mm-hmm. some stuff with by all the artists, and, and it varies, the, the quality and in the script is a wee bit, okay, and the no. art is, yeah. is quite variable. It's funny here, random moments of <laughs> Now, the movie adaptation of Alien, Not The Eighth Passenger, <laughs> the original film, that is... So the the business. Yeah. Epic. Epic. Yeah, I was never into the Aliens comics much. Remember, they were one of Dark Horse's first yeah, big things, were, weren't they? Yeah, them and Predator, am I right? Yeah, 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 right. Predator, yeah, Terminator, yeah. And Terminator and yeah. Aliens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dark Horse got them. Uh, and it's been kind of the same time as well. It was Norma Comics who did them. The Terminator one's odd, because the Terminator one doesn't really follow the film in any way, shape or form. No. It's a blonde guy as well. Yeah. It looks totally different, like... It's good yeah. though. Oh, it's, it's actually good, really yeah. good. Yeah, the the Terminator one's really good because it doesn't follow the film. It's yeah. it's totally different. Uh, Olivia said, "Gem and the Holograms, the IDW comic." Mm. Oh right, that's the most recent series. Of I'm assuming that's fallen on from the film that came Not out. Not Gem, the Son of Saturn. Gem and the Holograms. Gem and the Holograms. <laughs> yeah, that's a most recent one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because tonight I thought that the thing was. More that way, TV adaptations and film adaptations. You take it anywhere you want. Yeah. You take it anywhere you want. Yeah, yeah, go on. I haven't got out. I've just got TV shows that I thought of. It's alright, yeah. I brought that Indiana Jones in. Well, I'll see my That 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 Christmas special. I brought that in for a Christmas special, what it? Yeah. Indiana Jones. Says it on the front. Look at this fucker. The 2001. The 2001 has just got Look at that. That's just beautiful. The only one I actually brought with me was Adventure Time because it's actually the only one that I've got now. Yeah. It's funny, a lot of the ways that I started my collection back up again when I was actually collecting as opposed to reading was with fucking TV and movie <laughs> tie-ins. So I had a lot of um, I had a lot of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and um, Pokemon and all these kind of 
sort of late nineties, early two thousands sort of TV shows, uh, Space Ghost, stuff like that. I had all these kind of ones, but I don't know. They were the, sort of the the first to come back in, and then they were the first to go out again. I just lost uh-huh. interest in them altogether. Right. Yeah, the Buffy ones are good to an extent, but was that Buffy season eight? No, no, no. That, it's just the, all later. the ones that were on. They were done yeah. whilst the, the show uh, was on, yeah. kind of thing. I had a lot of signed ones and stuff that my mum had picked up <coughs> off a, at the time when QVC were getting yeah. them just to fucking do them all. Yeah, yeah. I got uh, I got a Star Wars thing off of that QVC, yeah. and Roy, yeah. Roy Thomas had signed it. Yeah, well, a lot of mines was uh, a lot of mine were uh, they were getting like the firsts of everything, like the the people that were like the. The pilot writers or whatever, mm. or like the the first actor on screen and getting them to write it, right, like yeah. and I liked all that kind of niche cool. stuff. I liked the kind of odd people signing the comics yeah. and whatnot. They had this spike in, oh God, I can't remember his her name again. Drusilla. Yeah, uh, the the dedicated mm-hmm. comic, and it was those two that signed it as well. James Marsden, the James Marsden, is that his name? I think that's so, his name. Yeah. And her that signed it as well. Liked Buffy back in the day. It was yeah, good. it was great. I've not watched it in a long time, but yeah, they were kind of the first ones to come in, but the first ones to go out. So all I've really been left with is Adventure Time. Like I read Simpsons as well. Read a Simpsons for <coughs> a lot of years, <coughs> but there's only so many times you can read it before you know you know it back to forward. I'd much rather sit down and watch a TV show, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But they're good. They're good at the time. They were good kind of. I like the Beano, pick up and read and yeah. throw away again, you know. But Adventure Time, on the other hand, mm. we've, we've started getting these all on uh, hardbacks. And because they do, like, short stories of them as well with different artists and that, they just make for good nice editions. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're really nice done books, to be honest. They're nice yeah. when they're sitting on your shelf like that. Mm. We've little faces and stuff drawn on them. But um, You've got more of them. Yeah, got a couple more of them. Not necessarily. What the was the one that was mathematical or something? That was yeah, called. that's yeah. that's the that's the one that Mike's got. Right. Mathematical volume. You want me look? Oh, it's a, I've got it in the house. Oh, okay. Is it all right? Yeah. Yeah, this we've we've started building them up slowly but surely. Any any possible thing my kids were in the slightest bit interested in, I ran and saw if there was comics about connected <laughs> to. <them. laughs> but yeah, I like seeing other different takes on it and whatnot, but it's good having a sort of additional story to look at uh, to something like that as well you know mm-hmm. there is so much going on within that world to have yeah. the extra sort of stories in between it's nice that was a they did a British adventure time comic didn't they because I remember them advertising it like on sale now W.H. Smith did they? yeah yes. I remember oh. it I don't know do the Titan comic magazine yeah but they're still doing that because Titan is no more yeah yeah, yeah. Titan Comics is finished. Mm. That was them that were doing the DC stuff and they finished yeah, really okay. well back, yeah. They must, yeah, they're still publishing something, though, but not... Not in the UK. Not in the UK. Oh, shot in the UK. That's why I was asking if they still actually do wow. it, because they're shot. Titan all together. Yep. Mm. Yeah, they're UK-based, anyway. They're UK. Wow. Operations is done. That was no, about... Man, they were big news for a... It's about six months ago now. Yeah, they did everything back in the day. Like, remember Marvels and everything? And mm-hmm. You didn't watch me and everything. It was like you bought it and it was Titan books. Yep, yeah. I have lots of Batman and mm. other. That's my. Yeah. That's only really mine. Sort of films and tie-ins and whatnot. I would have said like Star Wars, but I knew everybody would bring something like Star Wars or mm-hmm. Star Trek or whatever. Uh, I never thought of the tick. I do actually have the tick in the house. I never mm. actually thought about that and Ren and Stimpy. Mm. The first thing that came to my mind when 
when we were saying about that and you brought along Ren and Snippy I was actually mm-hmm. thinking of John Key's yeah. books not necessarily yeah. they weren't film or TV tie-ins but it was the first thing that came up when he was well, doing his own comics but he's a dickhead comic book, well with so. him he, early in his career he could have either went with comics or animation and he chose his main field to be animation yep. but he was it. he was that close because he, he liked it he was a big fan of Kirby's work and he was that close to becoming comic artist rather than rather I mean, than an animator his comics are good and they're like oversized things as well they're yeah. lovely but it's John Kay's humour it's just a bit it's a bit out there and as I get older I get less fucking enthused with it to be honest well with Ren and Stimpy the cartoon wise they were kind of ruined by the legal fiasco that happened after the second uh, second series and I think the series went downhill after that Nando crack those bad boys out a few things (laughs) and some of them have been mentioned um, let's see. Right. So I'm going to start with. It's a big old one, isn't it? As well, it's lovely. Oh, look at that! I see that page of them. That yeah, is fun. So we've talked about the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, I love. I always love Futurama. Yes. And when I saw that one, that's a good comedy. Eh? And the black hole. Yeah. I bought it. Good. Just as Futurama comics number eight. Is that graded? Uh, it's it's pretending to be oh, okay. <laughs> it's pretending to be graded and it's just uh, reminding the Giant Science uh, Uncanny X-Men number one yeah. sort of cover parody and inside it's just laughing at the superhero genre and nice. it's actually a really good one I do uh, like Futurama and it's just one, one one single comic but it's just it's really good and it's also all the little details here on the mm-hmm. on the cover, which just makes it <coughs> even more yeah. entertaining. So have a look around, because that's just a new high and lowbrow entertainment. Yes. <laughs> and you have all the characters kind of based on X-Men yeah. superheroes and with the existential and personal crisis and... Planet Expressmen. It's fantastic. Yeah. The Plastic Expressmen, yeah, that's it. Beautiful. So Futunama, that's my first one. Ah, uh, love it. Futurama was a big favourite of mine. I was a big favourite of my TV programme. I remember when it first came on on telly, they made a big deal about it coming on the telly. You know, this new Was it thing. the same artist as some of the other cartoons? Or Simpsons. Not? Yeah, Matt yeah. Oh, Simpsons. Simpsons. It was, it was yeah. kind of the next thing after right. Simpsons was and Futurama. I, and I'm going to say this, I never was a big fan of the Simpsons. But I go Futurama when it came out, and, and I just watch everything, all of the episodes. Yeah. And I am a big fan of Futurama, not so much of The Simpsons. Right. I prefer Futurama for one reason or the other, I don't know. It's just when it came out, and I was interested, and I, and I used to watch it every day when I was on TV. And with the Futurama, then, we go into mm. Futurama, Simpsons, Infinitely Secret <laughs> Crossover Crisis. <laughs> number one and number two. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, as the title say, it's just it's an infinite crisis, crossover, infinite, um, everything, and and you have the Simpsons and Futurama (sighs) sharing the the comic, and it's just having a laugh. All these mega crossovers Mm -hmm. and seventy-five thousand things going on, and the illusion of change. Do they make lots of jokes in there about crossovers and stuff? Everything. So. 
<laughs> that'd be a good read so yeah and that's a two part thing it's a two part it's one right. I'm doing and that's it <laughs> I like the sound of that oh, it's, it's, it's funny it's, it's very funny again there um, was an episode on minty TV. fresh 11 and a half nice all them, <laughs> so yeah that's wow. did you see that there was an episode on TV and it was all of them in it it was like Simpsons and Future Armour was it? there was yeah I remember yeah, Simpsons. Yeah. Was it a Simpsons episode? I can't remember. I don't, I don't know. Uh, which I remember one it was. Simpsons. It was yeah, family Guy. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking of. No, it was family definitely guy. all of them. Yeah. After and that was quite recently. That was like this year or something. That, I mean, that could have been repeated from ages ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was. Mm. I'll look that up. So yeah. Yeah. The collectible comic guide to collecting collectible comics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's just uh, fantastic. I love Zoidberg, man. He's disgusting. Zoidberg is, is yes. But no, it's no, really no, good. No, no. Yeah, he needs oh, suggestion, oh, suggestion of places to go, like, like hip parties, and he says, the floating carcass of a whale. Fry, <laughs> Fry, comics were a lowbrow medium that did nothing but promote juvenile delinquency and false hopes for x-ray glasses. <laughs> yep. Brilliant. <laughs> so there's, yeah, there's plenty little... That's, that's amazing. Which one is that? The Heads in the Jars. Ah, The Heads in the Jars, yes. Scott McLeod, Don DiCarlo, Will Eisner, Sergio Aragonés, Jack Kirby and Stan Lee. Yes, that's the the kids, yeah. And it's long boxes are like the buildings. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's all all little details there to to enjoy. It's the, oh, it's the ad. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, it's good that the first page I open up on. But if it were still in a comic, it'd sure make for a cool-looking two-page spread. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of that kind there's of humour. Yeah, there's a lot of the, the, the breaking the fourth yeah. wall, laughing out the pointed towel, you know. Like this, look at this, how ridiculous it is, you know. Uh, but it, they're just playing with it, and it's just... It works really well. I always loved that Nibbler had, like, a like a Shakespearean voice. Absolutely. That's not yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true the others are suffering but he does indeed <laughs> so good I believe that is false <laughs> so the next one I'm afraid it's not as good as the one that they've brought but uh, about a year or two years ago uh, Eagle Moss brought out a graphic novel collection with yeah. compiling all the Star Trek comics Modern and classic. And um, so I bought a couple of them. That's that's the first one, which they printed a story that is links with the new film, the new series of films, Star Trek, and also has the reprint of the gold key that. issue oh, number hmm. one with the original Look cover. <laughs> Which is photographic. Oh, right, come on, we have to compare. The <laughs> and stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. There you are. Ah. Pretty much kept the colouring. Yeah, they 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 yeah. kept it very well. Oh, yeah, they didn't yeah. change colouring, yeah. etc. Yeah. It's just really it. the paper that yeah, makes it just brighter, more nice. Exactly, nicer mm-hmm. and everything. But they tried to keep the colour as <laughs> close as. Yeah. As the original. The, the, that classic. So it's yeah, nice reprints as well. And so Taking the Mickey out of. And the first one is quite good as well. Links with the... But that series, I bought this one. The first one was like £2. 
were at Hamburg. Yeah, really? In the news agent, so... That, that's where I got, like, the British yeah. comics was in that collection. Yeah, they did the Marvel years as well, they done yeah. the British comic strips, they done nice. DC comic... Because I think the started, that's the thing, it, it's a license that it went through different publishers. Mm. You had Goldkeep, but then... Marvel published some of them, and so did DC, and so now it's IDW, but there's many publishers have done starter comics. IDW have snapped up a lot of licenses off of Dark Horse by the looks of things as well. Yeah. They're, they're, getting, they're getting to be the kind of licensed folk yeah. now. So, next thing is... Kurt's got a fucking tail. This is a, a favourite. Of my son and my daughter, and yes. I really like it too. And it's a Steven Universe, and this is the first uh, volume, which is. Uh, I've just reserved that at the library, literally a day ago. Well, that, yeah. that one exactly. Um, oh, my son and my daughter, they love the the, the TV series, and and it's really good actually. It's really really good, very interesting. Um, this is just short stories, not necessarily following with the film. They just use the characters and add some background, and it gives you more in depth. And there's different artists, different writers. They are collaborating and doing this, and it's a real nice. The majority of them, the artists and writers, are independent guys, and they're just working on this. Um, yeah, it's, so it's actually good. a really nice book. I did ask permission to say, Mark, can I can I take that to the meeting? He said, yes, that you can. It's not mine, so... So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Steven Universe. Volume 1, that's the volume 1. There's, I think it's... They've done four volumes, mm-hmm. books of maybe five. Um, oh, wow. Really it's nice art. bubbles. Yes, yeah, it's, it's all... Different. The way they're all in oh, yeah. it's very sort of underground looking. And Steven Universe is based. Steven Universe is based. is the inventor of a teenager. His dad is a musician, human. a human. His mom is an alien that came to Earth, made his dad, and well, he was born. And then you discover more background and this alien. And aliens are actually gems, precious stones. So it's emeralds, sapphires, rubies, diamonds. And there's a lot of more into that. Mm-hmm. It also, again, it's kind of like adventure time. There's a lot of big themes going on. Equality, sexuality, but no from, uh, you know, f- more from identification and... Uh, um, what to do with genders? Genders, yeah, and <laughs> cultures and um, uh, families from different cultural backgrounds and how society works. And there's a lot of that. At the same time, there's adventures. Yeah, but at the same point, if you just take it at face yeah. value. And essentially, a, the group a is, nice is a Steven Universe. His dad appears there. And then the three gems that kind of look after him. Look after Steven. Um, and they are very different, the three of them. The three um, what? That looks gems. Like? Aliens. Gems. They're called gems. Oh, right. Crystal gems. They're Crystal called. gems, yeah. And they have different personalities. And and as you are watching, there's more and more 
background information and as you progress in the series there's kind of a, a hero's journey sort of a story as well so, so it, it plays with that. classic myths elements into a modern modern um, narrative I was and it works really well in, in very different levels I, I was think. explaining how the episodes work when you're watching them to somebody to try and get them to watch it and it's literally like you're just following a daft story for like eight minutes or something and then the last two minutes they'll just hit you with a massive plot point that just makes you go Jesus I wasn't expecting this at all you know what I mean well, my kids especially he really, really likes that he found that Steven Universe he watched he's downloaded all the episodes he's following uh, in YouTube videos to try to find out more see if the new series is coming here to the UK because it's downloaded through Sky TV mm-hmm. and he just watch it watch it watch it and he, when he go when I bought him that because it was a surprise about it because mm-hmm. I did the order through Forbidden Pie and I had that really really cheap mm-hmm. and I got that he was like wow thank you that and he <laughs> just read reread and read again that book for days good we were going for a wonder with a cat the book was coming. <laughs> he was going somewhere else. He taking the book with him. Mm-hmm. It just it absolutely loves it. I'm, and I really likes it. I'm not a fan. Never got into the cartoons. I blasted through about fifty episodes in about two days. It was just unbelievable. How long are the episodes? One. Oh, you need you just, you just need to keep going with it. Honestly, how long are the episodes? Ten minutes. Oh, it's a short thing, yeah. right? It's like Adventure Time. Adventure right. Time is only 10 minutes an episode. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. right. It's only the last episode of Adventure Time that's like 40 minutes or something like that. Which, that wrap-up. Because Adventure Time had been on for so long and so many episodes. Like, one of the series of Adventure Time, there was 56 episodes in the series okay. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um it went on for so long and the wrap up last 40 minutes was just like different styles so much so much had happened to all the characters and you'd went along that big so there's continuity in it yeah yeah there is yeah there's odd episodes that they'll put in between that make no difference but there's other ones that are just when it when it ties into everything else that's going on you're like that's adventure time yeah but same with Steven Universe Right. Like very much the same with Steven Universe. There's there's episodes that are, are nothing, they're just daft. And other ones that are like <laughs> leading to big moments that are just unbelievable. Next, more Sorry. Hanna-Barbera DC Comics. <laughs> <laughs> but this time... Ooh. A new Future <laughs> Quest. So that compiles... Oh, That's the two volumes. And that... No funny business of making adaptations of the known characters mm-hmm. and making looking funny. This actually looks pretty much mm. like the cartoons. Yeah. Uh, so you have uh, the Space Ghost and you have Johnny Quest and you have many other characters at that time there and cities. You got Birdman! And Birdman, <laughs> yes. Bird yes. Boy! Yeah. And Bird Bird. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, ask them. Gee, bird. And that's by, by Jeff Parker, Evan Shainer, and Steve Root. Do you know what's in between volume one and volume two? He's adopted the doc in his name. Volume one, Evan Shainer. Volume two, Evan Doc, doc Shainer. Shainer. Uh-huh. I don't know why. So I knew that Tom 
would love that. We'll have a look at it. Steve. Steve Rude the Dude. Rude the Dude. Yeah, Rude the Dude. I used to love the Johnny Quest Hanna-Barbera cartoons. And then they are actually very, very old. Mm. Um, but they put them in Spain um, when I was in school, and I love Which them. one's Johnny I Quest? I don't think I The Blonde Kid. The Blonde Kid. They, they redid they, it in the with 90s the, with a new series. But I know, just watch the old. Mm-hmm. Original Hanna Barbera. Okay, the animation is much I, older, I don't but think I remember oh, that. The Did they show I it here? Do you guys? Do you guys? Do you remember? I love it. And it's a big crossover. It just gets all the characters in this big mega adventure. I still think I see. I think they showed the new DC in-house. The new one on Cartoon Network. Yeah, it's very classic. in a way, and at the same time, it's fresh and it has that retro-looking. And Steve Steve Rude does really good work there, of uh, particularly Space Ghost amongst others. <laughs> it's just it's just champion. I fly for the glory of Ra. And I like that they all the different artists because they also use other artists as well. Uh-huh. They kind of all work in the same style. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just works really well. It just gels well. So you don't go, oh, that's a completely different artist. It just Bird very man. smooth and. <laughs> So yeah, that Jesus, looks a, incredible. A, it's awesome. A help of Space Ghost. They had their own cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah separate yeah. cartoons. Mm. They were all like <laughs> cartoons oh, cool. uh, <laughs> from the seventies and even sixties. <laughs> the other one I know, Space Ghost. Yeah, they, yeah. they made it through. And they done different <laughs> versions by the original ones. I mean, they're really, really old. I mean, they were also the I think the Herculoids. They were Birdman. There was there was. Lots and lots of them. Ooh, that's from the Space Ghost Green Lantern. Same artist, isn't it? Ariel Olivetti. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he did that, and then but yeah, that that's part. Done. Ariel well, has done a few bits and bobs. I think quite a lot of stuff. Soft. Next lot is the Star Wars comic mm. adaptations of Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Oh. Originally by Marvel. These are the reprints in Spain, that's the Spanish editions, when Dark Horse got the rights to be able to publish Star Wars comics. So in Spain they did this new edition, which were very difficult comics to get in Spain, so they reprinted at that time, and I bought them all. So so that's the first one, uh, which has a very young Howard Chaykin doing the first uh, Star Wars film adaptation. How do you think they work? In terms of these adaptations that are strictly like films, how do you think they work? Do you think... The first one, it's okay. Now, if you go Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, that's fantastic. I think they work really well. And because... They already had the experience of doing this and doing comics, and then you got really good people, you know, doing like Archie Goodwin, Roy Thomas, Al Williamson doing the stuff. I mean, I just have to say Al Williamson, and that's I don't need to say. I don't need to say mm. anything else. Um, <gasps> it's just a Star Wars. My talk. to me. So yeah, 
So that's that. And the, the covers are different modern artists, Art Adams, Adam Hughes, amongst others. They did and they put in this particular edition, but I like that. It's just they were comics very difficult to get in Spain and when they were published again I thought, yeah, this is just fantastic. There's a mistake when they did the Empire Strike Back. They didn't change this. They oh, kept the original. Look at that. There's an error. Oh dear. And they did the same error. Oh my god. Here. So they, did, so they did that for this too. And then in return of the year that they realized and then actually corrected uh, it. Yeah. The, but that's how it was printed. But I didn't care because it was the, the, the material inside, the, the comics inside that were so, gar so hard to get in Spain. Um, on they were when they were published in that form, and I thought, yeah, that's that's me. And then I bought them, and I just. Do you always think about these? The Mink Luke Skywalker look like really butch. Yeah. Really butch. In the and first yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, and yet in the film, let's imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's very sort of boyish here. Yeah, well that's how. And I'm then you get inside, and it's yeah. just like. And this edition has extras at the back. Spit. Ralph McQuarrie designs and other illustrations as well. I really like the Howard Chagan adaptation of the first one. I like I it a lot. I, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I liked it, but then yeah. when I compare I mean, it with Al Williamson, I go, well, the art is yeah. just yeah. I think it's the sort of the charm of it. They didn't really know what they were making. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, you, when you're looking into, especially the first one, the Howard Chicken, yeah. there's a lot of things that they are drawn different. Mm. And then you go, obviously, they didn't have the material at that time to do in time. And yeah. it's rushed because it's very rushed. It is rushed. And, and there's loads of people thing. working on it. It's yeah. Just yeah. And because yeah. Steve Liloha did a lot of it as well. Yeah. But. Chewbacca. <laughs> With the, the, Empire, the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, I think Albion has had more time to work on it. And mm. it, it shows because the detail and it's just, I don't know, it's just fantastic. Dig in. Although Jedi is a bit rushed. Yeah, I'll dig in. Yeah, but that's. Is it Garthon in the Ings? Yeah. But anyway. Ooh. I remember Back. Tom Palmer online said he fair. penciled a lot of it yeah. as it got towards the end. Yeah. Okay, that's well some quite a lot of it. Yeah. Wow. That's really good. My tour. <laughs> I liked him. My tour. Oh, it's the in the Hanna Barbera comics. Is he like a caveman? There's another version of him. Oh, there we go. Oh, so that's number one and number two of the series. Nice. Tie in of 2001 Space Odyssey. These two are actually oh, I've not seen quite them. easy mm. to get in eBay. Sorry, yeah. At a good price. Mm -hmm. Number one, number two. Yeah, they're all covered up at like 99 p Three, four and five gets harder. Number, mm -hmm. number ten is practically, well... It never goes past one or two on eBay. Whole number 10 is practically possible or else. you want to spend a fortune because it's the first appearance of Machine Man I think is that right? Uh -huh. yeah. which is? Uh, number 10 of this series and that's just Jack Kirby I mean it's I don't have to say anything else it's just amazeballs <laughs> amazeballs agreed <laughs> so. agreed and then oh, next one there's more 
Oh, here we go. Is this is the alien? They illustrate the story. Archie Goodwin, Walter Simonson, and this is the movie adaptation of the first Alien film. Beautiful, and it's beautiful. It's just very good uh, keeping your. Uh, you know, it's beautiful. I mean, didn't I say uh, you know that one? Have you, have you seen that? And you said I meant uh huh, and it was like gl- glowing red in your bag <laughs> on the table. Uh, good. It's, it's a really nice one. They did a. Did you see when this came out? They did one of the big, you know, the big artist editions of it. Yeah, they did. Oh, wow. yeah. It was like all the pencils and all that. That one was very reasonable when I bought it and I thought that I can let go for that. And it's just. It's, it's really good. This is. I used to look at this on eBay every so often and go looking for it and it was always sitting at a fortune. <laughs> I was really. They reissued it. And then they, they did the, the reprint. Yeah, and as soon as they did that, I thought, oh, let's nah. go. Let's this, get is, that. this is great, but. Yeah. Yeah, back at it. That's it. Amazing. Yeah. The yeah. adverts. Oh yeah. That's the thing about the. God, I wanted some of them. That's the thing about that's the. That's the thing about the old comics. You always oh, have the the adverts oh, and all yeah, the bits oh. and bobs. Oh, they were some cool fucking shit. But this is the best alien. The dragster. You don't see dragsters anymore. No, but dragsters were a big kind of thing, weren't they? Yeah, especially for southern Americans. Yeah. Another vehicle which I loved, which you never saw over here, you only saw it in American Swampland. That rafts that had like that big oh. round uh, propeller at the, the back. Propeller at the back, yeah. They were usually homemade. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a big white hairy thing. You Ooh. only see its arm in there. Yeah. I've got the toy where you see the full thing. The wump. <laughs> that opening. Yes. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Yes. Yeah. It's just. Mm. Oh. I can get the feel. I can hear that soundtrack. Oh, I can hear that soundtrack. Once we've done the classics, I can hear that soundtrack as I open it. So I'm mentioning it as well. I'm <laughs> picturing John Hart munching away on biscuits, sitting here at the table, uh-huh. and all of a sudden oh. it's like. Oh yeah. <laughs> Monolith mail, So, what did they do with these stories then? What? How did they? What did they do with them? What do you mean? What do you mean? What did they do with them? You mean, I mean uh, this how did a, they follow, or this what, look, they, why, why this, it's not been reprinted, or? Well, no, this doesn't look like it's the film. Oh no! It's no, a continuation. that's a continuation because he, Jack Kirby, did the the movie adaptation, yeah. which is what they show, and then. So what did, did they continue? What did they stories? Continue? What are they doing they in pick, there? Well, the pick up there. There's an astronaut. Then, but there's also a caveman. Right. And it, it plays a lot with parallel timelines and oh. elements that appear on the film. Right. Mm. And there's a lot of things going on oh, there. Nice. It's very. Ooh, it's that one. And the last thing is a personal classic of. It's a personal favourite of mine mm-hmm. because of the artist. Oh, indeed. The Farther Adventures of Indiana Jones. That's from the 1982. And that was actually John Byrne and Terry Austin. Oh, 
doing number one. Oh. And number two, I got this just last week. Really? Or through the post. Mm. Very good. Someone was selling it on eBay. I put a watch. The seller contacted me and gave me an offer. Uh-huh. A good discount offer. Discount of a 20% discount on the price. Wow. For the two issues. I replied to him, are you combining postage? He said, yes. Bingo. So Seven pounds, including postage. I got both of them. Wow. Which I love it. Because it's John Barnes is one of my favorites. Don't, don't know. Ah, okay. I'm seeing if I can remember it opens and it's the student in the office and she's got something like in her mouth or on her head. Oh, in her eye, like she's got the whip. Oh. Let's have a look, see if your memory works. Ah. Ah. <laughs> yes. I thought that because they reprinted that in Britain as yeah. well. Yeah. With that cover. So, no, sorry, finally got them. I've been, with, with I've, been I've been chasing well, this for a while, well. and finally oh. I got it. Yeah, sorry, Tom. I've, and spilled, I've not spilt liquid, but tea leaves. If you ask, right, no, no, no. John Byrne always I'm says that I was get a couple of wee drops. His worst personal <laughs> experience <laughs> making a comic, really, because of the the, 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 the people from Lucas Films or whoever they had in Lucas Films telling Marvel shove on top of the fridge, mate. How to change and change things in the comics. Please. Yeah, just to do and redo things, and, right and he just said never again. Again, I apologise. So it came out nice. It came out nice, yes, and uh, it's Terry Austin as well doing the ink, so he, he works really, really well. And it's just uh, a two-issue story. It's just number one, number two. Um, obviously, there's more after that. Another artist is I think it's Steve Ditko. Steve Ditko did them, yeah. Um, June Brickman, Brett mm. Blevins. Uh, I want to say Tom Palmer as well did some stuff or maybe did some inks. There was a Hubbard Chicken one, certainly. Yeah, there, there were several really good artists doing the... Yeah. And normally the, the adventures were maybe an episode length, maybe two, yeah. no more than that. And it lasted for for a good run. Yeah, it was still yeah. going certainly like 85, 86. So, yeah. But that's the number one and number two. So... So I was very chuffed when I got them. That was week. another one. I'd read some issues of that before I ever saw <coughs> uh, Raiders. Yeah, oh, I right. remember going to see Raiders and it was like oh, I'd, I'd read some of the comics. Are you trying to get that whole series in Yard Jones or just? Well, I was interested in the first two because right. it was John Byrne because he's yeah. kind of <laughs> my favourite artist and I've been collecting stuff from him from yeah. like even from Charlton Comics oh. when he started. Yeah. So, you'd say he's your favourite. He's one of my favourites. Yeah. You when got I, any of that Doomsday? Yeah. How come this was never in the film? You got all of them? Yeah. yeah. Cool. There's Doomsday plus one, yeah. Yeah, nice. I got the, I got one of the new one and then I got the whole run yeah. they did for Charlton <laughs> I got some champions as well by him mm. um, Marvel team up yeah. he did that for his all of it all the Marvel team up yeah the X-Men the Fantastic Four Alpha Fly well, all this mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. I had more I had also the because also John Byrne is a big Star Trek fan and he did uh, several limited series 
based on the Star Trek universe. Uh -huh. I was about to bring that, but it's just too much. There was yeah. another book did, and did for IDW. That's a really nice book. Is that the photo stuff? No. That's before he did the photo stuff. Mm. And um, also he did a Angel book on the well, the Buffy universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, had a couple of them, oh, that's and time that's a really good one. It's, also, it's in black and white. <laughs> that's brilliant, actually. Oh, pencils. Thoris says, really "Get nice a free well. issue when thou doth subscribe to thy favorite Marvel comic." <laughs> and then Odin below is saying, "Heed the words of Odin. Fill out the coupon below and enjoy great reading at a great price." Oh. Yeah, the adverts were great. You're damned if you don't. <laughs> By the God of Thunder and his pap. <laughs> That is one heck of a look. Excellent. Nice one. What were um, what were some of the TV shows you were thinking of? Um, the TV Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Did anyone say that? And his amazing friends. No. no. Live action. Oh, the live action oh, one. Right. Yeah. I remember thinking, I'm quite lucky I'm watching it because it was on an evening and I was thinking, how could my dad let me watch this? I can't do And I used to think, there's probably nothing else decent on that's why I'm getting to watch it. But I, I specifically remember thinking, there ain't any real baddies in it. There ain't any supervillains in it. Um, but I did like it. Although there was one episode where he gets unmasked, which is horrible. I always heard the unmasking, uh, you know, the secret identity was out and stuff. So yeah. that was one which I, I fondly remember. I mean, the best one for me, I think, TV series was um, the Hulk one mm. with oh, yeah. uh, yeah. Blue yeah. yeah, that was brilliant. Who played Banner? When Bill, he Bixby. Bixby. Bill Bixby. Oh, okay, he was brilliant. Yeah. Don't make me angry. You won't like me when I'm angry. Uh, <laughs> with his freaky fucking halfway changing eyes. <laughs> that was always a bit freaky. Yeah, the Swamp Thing, which I mentioned, which was a bit. Um, <laughs> the film is shit. Have you seen it? No. I have. Yeah, with a fight at the end with that big werewolf. No, I didn't get to end. Is <laughs> that Wes Craven did that? I think yes. so, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who's that? What a Street Scream. There's a fair there's quite a famous actor playing the Swamp Thing guy, I'm sure. It's the same guy in both films. I yeah. remember that. Even though they were made quite a long time apart yeah and there was a there was a show which I first came across in Italy when I moved to Italy I'd not seen it in the UK but and I don't even think it was necessarily based on a comic but it was about a superhero that found he finds this kit in uh, in a bag in, in the boot of his kind a black suitcase it's he, he has to put it on and learn how to fly in it and stuff that's the great American hero. The greatest American hero, that's oh, wow. it. Did you ever watch that? Yeah. Oh, I used to love that in Italy. I'd never yeah. saw it over here. I only saw it in Italy. Have you ever heard of it? Mm -mm. The greatest American hero. I, I heard of it from that same Canadian holiday. In the main, ah, the right. My cousin went, have you ever seen this? And the, the song was, yeah, was quite hero. popular. It was yeah. yeah, believe it or not. Believe it or not. floated on there. That. Yeah. Uh, but so I don't know if that was ever a comic, but that was a great... I don't think it was sure. based on a comic, but yeah, it was kind of. Yeah. Obviously, it had the inspiration from Superman, but they just did it in a different way. Yeah. Because he didn't know how to use the, the powers of the suit. 
You're yeah, 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 yeah. He'd, he'd end up like flying into buildings and, and stuff. And then as the episode was going, he was learning and discovering new powers that he didn't know how to yeah. use, and it, it was all kind of that situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. That was good. Yeah, we forgot to bring in Banana Man comics. Banana Man, yeah. yeah. Was Banana Man originally the TV series, or was it the dandy character? It was the character. Okay. The comic, yeah, Nutty. Nutty. Oh yeah, he was in a, he was in something else uh, the before the dandy. With dandy. Yeah. And then he went into that. Oh. Look at the first picture if you've not seen it. The I've first seen page. It, the whip. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Is there? there was a. Uh, well, I mean, the I think the best still film adaptation the for Superman's are still. Uh, oh yeah. The first yeah. one or two. No doubt. Um, they did that well. Uh, I was disappointed with the Batman adaptation of the films when they came out. I was like, oh. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, that's just a bit. Uh, Did they ever make um, adaptations of the three Nolan films? Like Heath Ledger and Christian Bale? Do you know, they've really moved away from doing comic adaptations of the films of the comics lately. They were still doing it up to, like, the Hulk. Ang Lee Hulk. Mm. Oh. First Spider Man film. Uh, uh, Sam Raimi one. That was a comic of that. Stan Lee mm. wrote it. Alan yeah. Davis drew it. But then uh, it stopped. Yeah. You've been talking about this. Saying it was good. No. No. I just said I'd been waiting on it. Ah. I said that our There's some that Batman thing out just now you've been enjoying. Yes. Yes. Yes, that. there is. Yes, there is. 66. This issue. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ah. Tom King. And that. Uh, your, your. Is it. How do you pronounce it? Jorge? Jorge. 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 Jorge Fornes. Jorge I didn't know that was how you spelled Jorge. Jorge, yeah. Okay. Just say Georgie. Georgie. George! <laughs> Georgie! Donnie! George! Yeah, this was absolutely fantastic. Freeman. Mm-hmm. I love the story. I love the looks. I love that sort of mixture of 66 looking Batman. Matt's also girly. He's got like a, Very much yeah, a Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, big time, but still, I think it's great. I still think it's fantastic. I was speaking about those pages. Yes. Where it's like, he's defeated, and he's getting up, and they're all laughing at him and everything, and then the next flick is him sort of walking um, over slowly, and boom! Love it. That's really good. But it just looks, he looks great. The costume looks amazing. And the questions in it, and... Oh, just look at that! Look at that splash page, that is beautiful! It's gorgeous. Really, really thoroughly enjoyed that. And also, there's a nice little Mad <laughs> Magazine bit at the back. Mad Skewers the DC Universe, which has little bits that emulate like Cabin uh-huh. House, Peanuts, <laughs> Farside, and Dilbert. But there's also a nice bit over there. Sergio Aranes presents a mad look at the Justice League. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> They're great, but there's 
It's, it's just brilliant. There's another bit at the back that I really enjoyed. I spotted John Arbuckle version of Aquaman at the very top with an anchor on him. It's bring your sidekick to work day. <laughs> just, it was fantastic. I loved it. Loved every part of it. Really good. Really, really impressed with that. Very good. But that then led on to the only reason I found them was yeah. The only reason I found them was because of Jorge. Yes. Um, and then started to follow his issues there. That was that one that I sent you that I said, oh, I like to look at it. Well, that's issue 71 is where those pages were from. So I started reading them. And uh, it's good. Like, I wouldn't be reading this had I not spotted that art. And I I, I think it's it's really decent. I'm really enjoying it. it's not, you know, it's not some of the best Batman stories ever, but it's good. It's fun. It looks good. It's capturing the kind of essence of Batman. But I am not, I'm not entirely, I'm not a big Bane fan. Not a huge Bane fan. I mean, I like Bane, but he's not, doesn't really do much for me. And they seem to be focusing on him again. It's almost like a break the back kind of story-ish. Mm-hmm. It's good. I really like it. Are you reading that just now? No. Take a look. No, that one, no. And these are a couple of things that I picked up in Groucho's. Finally, they got some more things. Oh. Punk Rock Jesus by Sean Murphy. There we go. And uh, Marathon, I will not try and pronounce these names. But that's our first second book all about how the marathon started. Oh. It goes back to like... Ancient Greece, uh, ancient Greece, Athens. With really nice visuals on the inside. Lovely. I did start reading it. I've, I've not really got very far into it because I was reading all the Batman stuff as well. So I've not really got far into it. And I've not read Punk Rock Jesus yet. I just liked that front cover. What did the tax you for that? I think it was a fiver for both of them. All oh, right, not bad. Yeah, two I for one. I've done expensive grooves still in Oxfam. Has anyone been in? I've not even been in to see. No, I didn't, bother, I didn't bother going in. I didn't bother going in at all. Too scary. That? that Batman looks like it's the one that was launched with the not the new Fifty Two. Yeah, the new Fifty Two. It's the same. Although Sixty Six, no, same... it wouldn't be because there's been no, more years. No, since then. We're, we're over that now. Yeah. We're over the new Fifty Two thing now. It's, but it's the newest one. It is the the current issues, but yeah, probably the same the way it looks. font. Yeah, same kind of font. It's the same line, technically. Yeah, yeah. It's the same line. See you later, fella. Hey, G. Take it easy. Yeah. Cheers, Tom. Cheers, buddy. Bye, guys. Uh, See you later. Yeah, have a good one. Are you going out again? No. No. Send us any comments or questions or just to say hello. You can reach us by email at thatcomicsmell at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at thatcomicsmell. Share the podcast with your friends and followers. We are on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube and most other places you find podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Our music is by Chart Smasher and this track is Dial Up 
You can find Chart Smasher on Twitter at Joan Edam and you can buy the tracks on Bandcamp.